computer. Fantastic. So welcome everyone. Week eight, we are talking about feelings, naturally healthy clubs. So um, I'm going to start today with a quote from Winston Churchill, who is one of the best for quotes. <laughs> and he says, success is going from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm. And this quote, I love it because it just reminds us and it just normalizes that that's exactly what how we get, how we make progress that's exactly how we get to where we want to go it actually can in the when you're in the moment it can feel like just failure to failure to failure but in actual fact we're like there's changes happening we're learning and growing and that's how we get there so that idea I think just if you take one that idea like that this being willing to fail as many times as it takes is super powerful in any change that we're making and particularly like when we're changing something as multifaceted as our relationship with food and our weight so so yeah I wanted to start with that and then fascinating like yes last night um on Instagram my business coach Simone she po posted like this idea of like a video saying like what if instead of calling it failure we call them plot twists and I was like whoa that is such a good idea because then like because whenever you look back, like whenever you've achieved something, if you look back, like if I look back at my journey with alcohol, like there's no way I would have predicted that that's how I would have managed like all the the twists and turns in terms of me becoming that person who has a healthy relationship with alcohol. So like rather than not, rather than expecting it to be this story that we think up and then it go all goes according to the story I love this idea of like what if like the, there's meant to be twists in the plot and whenever you feel like something doesn't work out as you expect that's just a normal part like there's just a twist in the plot okay and that didn't work so we're going to try over here um so yeah this thought we might start using that term plot twists instead of um instead of instead of failures so let's now we'll go into our um our naturally healthy philosophy so we eat intentionally to maximize the pleasure of food. We are kind and self-compassionate, not self-indulgent. We love and accept ourselves at every weight. We decide ahead and make intentional choices. Uh, we listen to our bodies and stop when we're satisfied. We manage our self-talk in the moment. We allow urges without resisting or giving in. We are evolving our self-concept with our intentional belief plan. We prioritize protein and trust our internal nutrition compass. Uh, we are intentional about our habits. We weigh ourselves every day without shame. We focus on one meal at a time. We choose again in any moment. We feel our emotions without buffering and we soothe ourselves every day. We enjoy proper meals and intentional snacks. We're getting exactly what we need exactly when we need it. Truly believe, and we're experimenting to find our own naturally healthy process. We are willing to have as many plot twists as it takes, <laughs> and we stay naturally healthy with ease and joy. Okay, so plan for today is we're going to share some news and then we're going to share wins. So start thinking now if you've got something that's um, that something that you want to share with the group that's working well, or something you've noticed. It can be small, can be big, whatever. Uh, then we'll do a recap of last week just to remind us where we what we covered remind me as well as everyone else what we covered last week and we'll then we'll talk about a process and then we're going to talk about this idea of feelings and and 
the and feeling our feelings and how we go about doing that we're actually going to do an exercise around creating safety for us to like practicing learning to feel negative emotion and being safe with that so I'm really excited about doing that exercise with with you guys it's very powerful and then we'll um, do our review of what's not working well and, and get you guys to figure out what you're going to focus on for the week ahead. Um, okay, so play, play, uh, news, we're doing it in September. We're focusing, the theme for the month is focusing on pleasure. So I've created a, a challenge, rather than calling it challenge, I have to call it the pleasure project because I, um, I love alliteration. And also I just think sometimes the idea of a challenge can feel a bit, uh, hard work <laughs> and this is not meant to be hard work this is meant to be fun and the idea is for it's choose your own adventure so whatever that looks like for you um, in terms of bringing more pleasure into your naturally healthy experience so it could be you know every meal you want to just take a few minutes to really focus and really you know tune into the pleasure of whatever it is you're eating or it might be just one one meal a day or maybe just during a snack during the day it's up to you to play around or it might be that you want to plan some ex, like some special treats and some really delicious things to to get pleasure in that way it's really it's up there's no right or wrong and it's up to you to just play around with it and have fun with it and you might like to do different things every day with it but just you know how just with the the back of your mind is like how can I bring more pleasure into my experience eating experience is the like think the, the the question to guide you with that uh, so that's pleasure project uh, and again all the details for that are in circle under challenges so you can find that there if you want to like I've got a star chart if you want to print that out and um, and do it in that way but of course you don't have to uh, then we've got the buddy program. So just don't just a reminder, don't forget to check in with your buddies. Make sure that check in and see how they're how they're getting on, because that's just that those little check-ins make a big difference. Um, then other new circle have updated their design. So there's a new look for circle. So next time you log in, it will look slightly different, but it's not a huge change in terms of navigation. Um, so you'll like it's pretty straightforward. Uh, post of the week this week went to Jordan. Is Jordan not here? Um, uh, no, not yet. And um, yeah, so and I loved it. She, it was like the shortest post. She said, "This is the shortest post ever," and it said, "I'm still here." Uh, and I think there were like ten people that commented on it last time I checked. Like there was a lot of engagement around around that. And so I wanted to celebrate Jordan for doing like just for posting and just being honest I'm still here this is like this is where I'm at and also that these like when you're sharing stuff like yeah it's great if you want to do a proper like full review and you know do your sections of what works well what you want to focus on awesome however there's a lot of power in just keeping it really simple as well and just this is where I'm at you know and just putting it putting that out there and so I wanted to celebrate Jordan and also remind everyone that it doesn't like when you're posting something in the group just whatever comes into your head like it's great to share like because the more we share the more connection we feel and the more connection we feel the like the more likely we are to keep going and to to make progress it's like when we feel isolated and that we're not we're the only ones that it makes it harder to keep going so and if you want to be in the running to win the prize next week um just post in the group and just share like it can be anything like it, I'm still here. It can be a win. It can be a new insight that you've had. It can be 
like a tiny thing that, that you've noticed. It could be a struggle that you're having, something that's not working, something that you need coaching on. Um, that's available there as well. And, or it could be something that's inspiring you. Like if you, if a podcast, something, a quote, whatever, like just put, um, anything that you post is eligible for post of the week. And uh, other news, just a reminder to do your August review. That's due now. So either um, post in the group or just message me. And it's just that there's a format there in the group under reviews to guide, guide you through a couple of questions to ask yourself. But your review can be just as quick as this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to focus on or this is what I'm going to focus on. Like it's up to you to, but I, what I expect to hear from everyone. Uh, okay, and then the other news, I'm opening up applications this week for Joyful Cooking. So it's, it's my other coaching group where we focus on um, teaching people to have, like enjoy cooking and have fun in the kitchen and change their relationship with cooking. Um, so just wanted to mention that that is available. However, if you're part of the Naturally Healthy Club, if you're like, you know what, Joyful Cooking sounds amazing, I want to, definitely want to do that. And if you feel like excited and inspired, go for it. But I, for most people, I'd recommend just focusing on the work in the Naturally Healthy Club for now, um, particularly if you've been feeling any sort of overwhelm or any, if there's been any thoughts of like I'm falling behind, like just stay focused on this work because it's going to make a significantly, have a significantly bigger impact on your health and changing your relationship with food and getting those habits in place is way more important than cooking and being having fun in the kitchen because it doesn't like what you eat yes it does make a diff a little bit of a difference but the habits and getting into this space where you're not overeating is way 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 more important and way more impactful on your waistline how do I know because I've always been a good cook I've always had fun in the kitchen but my weight used to be a big struggle for me um, because I wasn't listening to my body so 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 just wanted to, if you just, if you'd seen that and you were thinking, oh, joyful cooking sounds fun, like just a reminder to everyone that staying focused on learning the skills of being, making intentional choices and stopping when you feel satisfied is going to get you, is going to get you where you want to go a lot faster. And actually it will get you where you want to go. Whereas joyful cooking, it can help, but it's not mandatory. So and I'm going to be running it again in April next year. So there'll be opportunities in the future. Okay, so now we're going to share tiny wins. So I actually didn't um, look in the group to get any this week. So let me go on to gallery so I can see some beautiful faces. This is great. We've got lots of people on camera. So does anyone have anything they'd like to share with the group? is a bit where I get to practice being really uncomfortable. I, I uh, traveled for the first time since starting. No, it's not ah. the first time. I successfully paid more attention to what I ate and chose to stop when I was satisfied. And so the usual triggers of eating while I'm driving, um, I, I paid more attention and that was a success for, for me. Look at you, Mary. So fun. And so what were the thoughts like behind that that helped you helped you do that, Mary? Like I'm not just gonna mindlessly eat. I'm going to stop when I'm satisfied. Right. And that was just that that thought was enough to like and so it sounds like it was a bit of like, I want to actually do this. Like yes, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Or that was not just eating junk food, but having some protein 
with the junk food. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, cool. And like, they get to have both then, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at that. Awesome. That's great, Mary. And so was there anything that you'd do differently, like based on that experience? Um, no, because I feel like I made progress. And so I'm just going to celebrate the progress. Um, and then I'm traveling a bit more to see more children this month. So um, take that with. Yeah, there's more opportunities to practice. So fun. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Great. Excellent, Mary. Yeah, like that being intentional. It's so, so powerful. Margaret said meal planning is working for her. Emma said weighed every day. Oh my goodness. So Emma bought the scales. She's got batteries. Now she's weighing every day. <laughs> um, so the ups and downs do not have the same negative impact as weekly weighing. Yes, that's an excellent observation, Emma, for sure. Like that, like just having that data every day just normalizes it. And that's the whole point is like just getting used to those fluctuations and being able to separate like their self-worth from that number is, is is exactly where we need to be at the moment um ruth said enjoy journaling during the week um every weekend i tend to have a plot twist <laughs> fantastic ruth we love the plot twist um but that's yeah great that you're enjoying journaling this week and like yeah that's awesome okay mary said i wasn't afraid of having dessert now and then didn't have to eat the whole thing. But if I did, that's like, hey, yes, Mary, look at you. That's Mary A. Yay. That's so good. Like, and not being afraid, like giving yourself permission is like, and the more you do that, the more that builds that self-trust piece of you like and shuts down that psychological hunger. So the more it just becomes normal about, yeah, if I really want to have some dessert, I'm gonna get like going to have it. And it just it, like the more you practice that skill, the better it's gonna become um sue said i'm weighing every day too and noticing fluctuations what the scales say is no longer a trigger for despair or celebration look at you sue so good um and kate said i had a bit of a down week health-wise and have been busy meeting a deadline i found that i ha i've had a few plot twists too um but i'm more more aware when i do snack and um give myself a bit of slack fantastic that's exactly it Kate it's just like bringing that awareness being kind to yourself like plot twists are going to come as an author you would love them <laughs> bit of literary uh, that's so, so great okay and then Leslie haven't heard from you so I'd love to hear what's working well for you Leslie if you can type in the chat if you're driving that's cool okay this is so great this is like we're all exactly where we need to be and we're all like getting what we need so just hold that thought in your mind um, and I'm glad everyone's embracing this idea of plot twists <laughs> so it's fun okay so let's recap on last week so last week um we talked about pleasure so our theme for the week was pleasure oh Leslie's just posted being kind to myself after a very social weekend weight gain and that game was not big yeah great great so good Leslie like being kind to yourself that self-compassion piece is always always a good thing to to practice um, and it's always available to us as well okay so last week we spoke about pleasure and really that that this idea of focusing on pleasure is a key part of being a naturally healthy person a because it's we can because it's delicious because it's fun 
But more importantly, like, well, actually, no, less equally importantly is because by focusing on pleasure, giving ourselves permission to enjoy food, it helps us find that satisfaction without having to go into overeating territory and without us ever feeling like we're missing out on anything. It really is the magic, like the secret sauce to being a naturally healthy person. And so how do we go about you know, maximizing pleasure and bringing that into our eating experience? It really comes down to setting that intention of, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to give myself permission to have this. And then making space so that you're focusing um, on the food. So just, yeah, and whatever that looks like for you, whether that's like turning off the TV, turn, like putting your phone away for a while. Um, and just give, bringing your attention to the food, you know, sitting at a table, finding a nice, like sitting outside. If it's getting spring, we're getting a bit of spring weather here and it's very exciting to be able to eat. I've had a few meals outside this week and it just felt so good. Um, so yeah, focusing on the food, not from a place of like, I should do this or I have to do this, but from this place of like, I want to do this, like how fun. And then slowing down, like, so putting the cutlery down in between bites and, or whatever, eating with chopsticks, like whatever it is for you to be able to really savor and enjoy what it is that you're eating. And of course, like if you find yourself eating quickly, you can always choose to slow down you know, at any point. And that often happens to me at dinner as I start I'm a bit quick and then I'm like, oh, hang on, there's no rush here. I just remind myself, coach myself. And it's always so much nicer when I do slow down. So that was the, the pleasure, the pleasure piece that we covered last week and we also did our progress quiz last week just for August to track in with how we're we're tracking in terms of changing our habits and all the work that we're doing here so if you haven't done your progress quiz that's in um Caroline might grab that link it's in circle under resources progress called progress tracking quiz so you can take that at any time but it's good to have that little check-in because it helps highlight what's working well and also like any areas that you might like to look and highlight like areas that you'd like to focus on as well. Okay, so did anyone have any questions on pleasure? Did anything come up this week while you were thinking about that? Ruth's saying no, good. Oh, okay, Margaret had shared with everyone that she's, um, yes, Margaret's, win is that she's been planning my treats and alcohol and enjoying them instead of holding off and just depriving myself the pleasure that is so good Margaret love it okay so let's talk about our process um so as a reminder as always this is just a starting point for your own process and it doesn't have to be perfect and yes there's three parts to it but if you're only going to like do you if you're only going to do one thing making this making intentional choices is really the key and also a reminder that just that little thing of making intentional choices can have a big impact on your results so you can feel like oh, i'm not i'm not weighing myself consistently or i'm not doing my daily practice every day or i'm not stopping when i'm satisfied every day but if you're making intentional choices that will be enough to help you like to take you on this path to being a naturally healthy person um so yeah because i and i so i wanted to remind everyone that you like whatever you are have done this week is enough like and whatever you're doing is enough 
to, to get you where you want to go. And I've had a couple of people that I've spoken to this week and they were like, oh, I feel like I haven't really been doing anything, but then they're getting amazing results. So like just that reminder, like our brains are looking for the negative and we need to remind ourselves that we don't have to do everything perfectly to get where we need to go. Um, so that is our process. Yeah, so our process is three parts. So sit, we remember it, S for satisfied, I for intentional choices and T for tracking. So tracking being like weighing ourselves, progress quiz. So we did that last week. Um, or and or if you're not weighing yourself every day, I think having another way to track daily can be helpful. So having that like metric of what it, it might be, like do you want to just track if you're doing a daily practice or not, like tracking a habit? Or it might be you want to track a feeling, like how am I feeling about, about my progress? Like what was it my day like? And just rate it on a scale of one to 10 and keep track of that over time. So there's lots of different ways to track and it's up to you to find the, the way that works well. For most people, I think like weighing yourself every day is easy, like just do that. But if that doesn't feel good, then you know, there are other ways, other things that you can be tracking and so that you have that evidence that you are making progress. So that's tracking. I for intentional choices is the big thing that we, we are doing here. And the, the first part, part of that to, to really do is to focus on getting that regular meal and snack schedule in place. Like what feels good to you? Is it having breakfast, lunch, a snack and dinner? Is it having lunch and dinner and a snack is it just lunch and dinner like whatever that looks like for you but finding that rhythm so that you're eating with your circadian rhythms is really key um because it and the opposite is like when you're randomly grazing like that just it makes it really difficult to listen to your body and stop when you feel satisfied and it also makes it really difficult to enjoy the pleasure when you're just grabbing random stuff rather than giving yourself the opportunity to have a proper meal the second part of making intentional choices is our daily practice. And that's, again, up to you to decide what elements you include in that. But having that, that touchstone where you're checking in with this work every day or most days is very powerful. And I know for myself and for a lot of people that they notice, like on the days where they do their daily practice and they think about their day a little bit more intentionally and they set the intentions for the day, the day will go, there'll be a lot less plot twists to the day. It'll go more smoothly as expected rather than if they they'd skip that daily practice piece. So, and the other part to the daily practice is just a reminder of the importance of doing that belief plan work. So, and doing that that work, that work to change, be changing your self-concept in the background. So yeah, great to be working on habits and skills, like learning to stop when we're satisfied. However, if we're not changing that self-concept work in the background, like it can be like that, that there's an opportunity there that we're missing basically. So we want to remember to bring that into it as well. Um, let's see, what else? Um, yeah, the other part to being intentional is like, um, like Margaret was saying, like having, making, like having a plan for your treats and al alcohol is really key because those things that, you know, sugar and alcohol, we always want more of them. It can be hard to moderate. So if we don't have a plan, we're not going to have those boundaries in place to help us find that balance between enjoying and in, like giving ourselves that pleasure and the, the overdoing it thing. So um, having that intentional plan for or your policy for treats and alcohol 
is another tool that's helpful in your making intentional choices tool well. Um, and then finally, like the last part of making intentional choices is just this idea about, you know, will I be happy with this choice tomorrow? So when, because life changes, stuff comes up, we get presented with opportunities. And so sometimes we need to make it in choices in the moment. A lot of the time we need to make choices in the moment. And if we just go with like wherever we're at, without checking in with our future self we're generally using like a different part of our brain that only focuses on pleasure uh, on avoid seeking pleasure and avoiding pain and it doesn't think about the long-term consequences so we by just asking ourselves a simple question of like will I be happy with this choice tomorrow that helps that forces us to get our prefrontal cortex involved like a better part of our brain so that we're making decisions from that part of our brain and that's really key is using using our prefrontal cortex equals intentional choices. Um, yeah, so that's the intentional piece. And then there's the skill of stopping when we're satisfied. And you know, that's a new skill for most of us. We weren't taught it. We've been taught to finish our plates. And so just know that like it can feel hard at first, um, but really you know, it's possible for you to learn. And what we want to do is set the, set the intention that you're going to, to, to stop and then just start bringing in that pause you know, halfway through the meal or whenever feels good so that you're just giving your body and you know, like just to check in with your body how am I feeling what's going on so you're giving yourself that opportunity to, to ident first identify when you feel satisfied and then be able to coach yourself on stopping but the work around making intentional choices is way more important to do than stopping when you're satisfied because you could be stopping when you're satisfied with meals but then if you're grazing randomly throughout the day you not the the net negative the net result of that isn't going to be weight loss so it's more important to and more there's more opportunity to focus on these intentional choices first and then do the satisfied piece but if you feel like up for the satisfied piece that's awesome um then go for it Kate said cheese and chips are my nemesis yeah so it's like and probably a lot of for a lot of people Kate cheese and chips and it's when we haven't given ourselves permission to have them and we haven't made intentional choices around them that's the thing um yes everyone <laughs> we all love cheese yay okay so does anyone have any questions on the process or where we're how we're we going with that I just want to check in with the group any thoughts I want to share um, Mary said I really noticed when I skip my 4 p.m snack like today I'm over hungry at dinner and that thinking about and then yeah thinking about having an evening snack too so yeah it, it has that knock-on effect I totally noticed the same thing Mary yeah for sure okay so if we don't have any questions about that let's talk about feelings so just to recap from the live event so we spoke about how like why we need negative emotion like what purpose it serves and just a reminder so in our culture in our society like negative emotion is seen as this bad thing that we like we and that we should be always striving to be happy and the thing is that negative emotion actually has a lot of value so I want to sell you on this idea that it's actually beneficial for us to have negative emotion and the reason for that is, first of all, like it's it's a guidepost. It, it like when we are feeling negative emotion about something, it's a sign that something's not right that we need to address. So, 
if that's overwhelm, like, you know, we've got too much, feeling overwhelmed is a sign that there's too much on and we're thinking about it in a way that's overwhelming. And so something needs, we need to address it. So it's actually helpful if we didn't have that, like we could just be like loading, loading, loading. If we were just feeling happy about the, like all these thing tasks we're loading on ourselves, we wouldn't take action against it. And the other cool thing about negative emotion is it does provide that contrast between, so if we never feel sadness, the happiness, you know, it doesn't taste, we, it, we, our experience of happiness wouldn't be as pleasurable, as, as amazing because we don't have that contrast of the sadness. So, and or all, and same for all the positive and negative emotions, like it provides that richness and that contrast. Um, it also provides an opportunity for human connection. Like I feel like when I'm when I'm like when when I'm happy with with people, that's great. But when I'm able to be with people in when they're in a vulnerable place or a delicate place, or when I'm feeling that vulnerability or that that neg whatever negative emotion, that that connection that you get when you're sharing that is very powerful. Um, and then the final thing is that like negative emotion can spur us into action. Like if we've, like I said, with the overwhelming example, like we're feeling really overwhelmed, we can be like, right, I'm going to get my shit together. Like that's, so it can help us take, yeah, take steps and inspire us to take steps to make changes so that we um, aren't in that situation. Um, yeah, yeah. Sue said we need the bad times in order to appreciate the good. Exactly, Sue, that's exactly it. So the negative emotion serves a purpose, right? It's here for a reason. Um, and there's ways that we can, so first, like just making it okay that we feel negative emotion, I think is a huge, huge piece to this. But the, the, there's more to it as well. So in terms of like emotional, and in Naturally Healthy Club, like we're doing, we're talking about this in terms of um, emotional eating. And basically what we want to do is, be able to and learn the skill of being able to feel the feelings instead of eating over them or as Brooke Steer calls it buffering where we're like just using food to block out or numb out so that we don't actually feel the negative emotions and the reason for this is if we don't feel like if we don't allow ourselves to actually feel a negative emotion what happens is it just it keeps it keeps going like it just keeps going and going um, and and we can push it away and we can but it, it comes back and it comes back and it comes back and it can come back stronger whereas when we're able to feel into it that can help it like it, it helps it dissipate it helps it us process it it helps us move through it um so but if we're if we're always turning to food and and buffering then we miss out that opportunity to process the emotion and to let it naturally run its course um and we get stuck in this like the negative emotion is still there and then we buffer and then we it's still there and we keep buffering and we keep having to push it away um, in order to deal with that because we're never ever letting it letting ourselves feel it so i'm not saying that like all all emotional eating is bad and that like there's totally a time and place for it and again it's around bringing that intentionality to it so sometimes particularly if we've got a habit of using food like to go from like using food all the time to feeling our emotions to completely feeling our emotions it's too big of a stretch so I don't want you to like if you notice yourself emotionally eating just to give yourself a hard time and feel that's bad what do we want to do instead is just like start bringing a little bit of intentionality into it um, and so as you're learning this skill like you'll 
you'll just find like the the more you get better at learning to feel your emotions and checking in and noticing what's going on in your body the the less the desire for emotional eating will be there like it just it's like you don't have to worry about the emotional eating because as you build your muscle in becoming someone who can feel their feelings that emotional piece starts to starts to happen less frequently and when it does it you know, it's less severe when it does because you can you you'll learn how to like recognize that it's going on um Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mary said I listened to an excellent podcast on moving through emotions this week with Brene Brown and um, Emily and Amelia Nagoski. Yeah. Would you mind posting that in the group, please, Mary? I'd love to. Um, I'm always open for more stuff around this because I'm like, you know, this is does isn't something. This is something that I've learned. It's not a skill that's come naturally to me for sure. Um, so how do we handle like the emotional like? eating piece and how do we get into this place where we're able to feel our feelings so in the live event like I think of it as the three A's so A for awareness acceptance and then action so the first piece is the awareness piece and often what happens when we've got strong particularly strong negative emotion but oh and sometimes like that that low little like just a bit restless dissatisfied a little bit disappointed like those low level negative emotions as well they can just be there we don't, don't actually realize what's going on but then you know we find ourselves in the kitchen looking for snacks and so the first step it really really is thanks Mary for posting that um is that we want to um we want to like just bring awareness so when because often what happens is that we go unconscious like we want to numb out and the the food is like this channel for us numbing out and so what we want to do is just pause and just like when you notice that just try and pause and put in some space and that that pausing is enough can like at the beginning it's an it's enough to just we just want to open up that window for some awareness like for some rational thought to come in because often this stuff's happening on autopilot and we're in our emotional brain and our prefrontal cortex is nowhere in the picture so we want to do that thing of like just the first step is to changing any behavior like this is to bringing that awareness and so whenever you notice just and maybe sometimes it mightn't be until after you've you finished eating whatever it is you'll be like oh hang on <laughs> and that's okay too and but so like it can happen during if great but it can also happen after where you just bring some awareness and pause and reflect on what's happening and when you get the pause in like and you can actually say like to yourself like I can come back to you cookies I can come back to you I'm just going to have a little pause and check in and it's really just asking yourself like what am I feeling now like what am I noticing and we're getting we want to get curious and and the thing with this is so as humans, like we go around, we have our heads and we have our bodies, but we go around with our like bodies, our heads ruling the show, like we're in our thoughts and we're completely disconnected. I'll stand back a bit so you can see my hands so that it looks so big. Um, and we, we're completely like we're disconnected from our body. And so we're like a body in order to handle emotion, we need to feel it in our bodies. But if we're going around with just our heads and, and not being connected to our bodies, then that makes it really difficult to feel the feelings. And so what we want to do is when we're bringing this awareness is like do things that are going to help us connect back so our head's connected with our body. And 
so this is like when we like actually pause, pause and ask ourselves like, what am I feeling? Hey body, what's going on? And bringing that, that connection and bringing that connection is what we want to do. So we get, so rather than it just being all in our head and we're freaking out about whatever, we bring our body into the picture and our bodies are the place where we feel emotion. So without that connection, it's really difficult to feel emotion and process. So we want to get to this place where we're connected. And that just comes from like pausing and asking, like what, checking in, like what am I actually feeling right now? Um, and the, the self, this, you know, the self-soothing actions that we can have that are designed to bring us back to our bodies and bring us back to that connection. Um, but it really, it can be as simple as just checking in, asking ourselves, you know, what am I feeling now? And you may be able to articulate it, but sometimes you, you aren't. Like, I just feel bad. And that doesn't matter. Like, it, as long as you're just acknowledging what's going on, that's the first step. Um, then the next step is, like, acceptance. And this piece is where we tell us, this is the self-compassion piece, where we tell ourselves it's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel um, scared, angry, frustrated, whatever it is. And just being able to be with ourselves and make it okay that we are feeling this negative emotion. Because what tends to happen is first of all, we go unconscious. And then when we do recognize that we're feeling angry or whatever it is we're feeling, we judge ourselves for feeling the negative emotion. I shouldn't be feeling this. And that piles like this other, this judgment, like this other layer of negative emotion onto the situation. Whereas if we can just accept it, that, oh, I'm feeling this and it's it's okay. It's okay for me to feel this. That helps avoid that layer of judgment. And it also helps us you know, process it. It helps us make it, it makes it okay that we are feeling whatever it is that we're feeling. Like, of course, I'm feeling scared. Of course, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I've got all this stuff on. And, and so when we're in this acceptance phase, it just, it just makes it so much easy, easier to process. And then from that place of acceptance, then you can look at, at action. And, and that's the third part, the third A of this. It's like, and deciding what you want to do next. Like, so it may be that you want to, you want to eat more and go, so go for it. Like you can make that intentional choice. Or maybe it is that you want to do one of your self-soothing activities, or maybe you just want to like sit with the feeling and just practice feeling the feeling. Like there's so, there's a lot of opportunities um, for you to do and like that that can support you in feeling that negative emotion but sometimes just just acknowledging it and sitting with it can be enough um, so that's how we handle a negative emotion does anyone have any questions or thoughts about about that I'll just go back onto gallery if I can see anything coming up for anyone about feeling the feelings if you want to think uh, this doesn't count, this doesn't apply to me, I'm afraid. Sorry, human. <laughs> if, if you're a human on planet Earth, actually, if you're a human, even in space, there's going to be emotions. So, um, and yeah, it's funny because I would have thought that I didn't emotionally eat, but I totally yeah, do. And I, I've noticed that in doing this work, like when I and feeling negative emotion, it's much harder for me to like listen to my body and stop when I'm satisfied than if I'm if I'm not in a place that's negative. Um, okay, Ruth asked an excellent question. Did we all learn to 
emotionally eating it seems universal and actually so Ruth it's how we've evolved like it's part of so there's 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 like a part of emotional eating that's not bad like when we're children like you think about babies like they're soothed by feeding like go breast or bottle like you've got a screaming baby you give them that like they're suckling they like it's a really it's it's soothing and physiologically like eating it switches on our parasympathetic like it does soothe us and that's how we've evolved and but in the in the past like in pre-caveman days like that's how they were soothing their babies and but then when they were adults they didn't have a fridge refrigerator and abundance of chocolate and processed food to go to to soothe themselves so they had to learn other ways whereas we haven't we haven't given ourselves the opportunity to learn other ways so yeah we don't want to make ourselves wrong for this like it's a really it's a good part of being human like imagine if we couldn't sue the baby with like by feeding it would be terrible and I think like there are kids who don't suckle well and that's must be really difficult for their parents so it's actually quite good Kate's saying this is actually quite big for me it has always been my big go-to when things get too much yeah yeah exactly so much of us Kate and this is like and the cool thing is you can still like still turn to food and we're going to also build some new skills so this is a nice segue into like we're going to do an exercise now where we um yeah Margaret said stuff your emotions by stuffing food into you yeah exactly and and like we need to have some self-compassion for that and also just know that this skill of learning how to feel our feelings it like any new skill it feels awkward at first but the more you practice it the easier it becomes and it's such a good feeling when you start and it helps changes your relationship with yourself as well like being able to take care of yourself emotionally like it feels like you really are a grown-up <laughs> it's like such a good feeling to learn this and also it's like it's not one of these one or done things like it's in a, a process it's always evolving and the exercise that I'm going to take you through now actually my writing coach my new writing coach did with me last week and when you know I'm in a group program and I was like wow this is really powerful and so there's always more there's always layers to it and there's always more to learn so it's kind of fascinating um so just know that like you know it's it's and it's so worth doing doing this so so we're going to actually do this exercise where we're going to practice feeling overwhelmed so Yay, everyone loves overwhelm. <laughs> we all know what that feels like. So I invite you to, if you, for those who've got the video on, just turn your video off because I'm going to get you to close your eyes and I want you to feel self-conscious while you're doing it. Um, okay, I'm just going to make a note of the time. Okay, great. And so we want to close your eyes if you like. If you want to keep your eyes open, that's cool too. I just want you to get comfortable in your seat. So whether that's sitting back, like just a, wriggling around a bit, um, you might want to roll your neck. If you're someone who has a tight neck like me. <laughs> um, and then we want to like lift our shoulders up to our ears and drop them back down and just loosen up, loosen up our, our, like around our neck. And then we're going to take in a big breath. So it's going to be like the biggest breath you've taken all day. So just. And then we're going to exhale just really slowly. So twice as long as it took you to breathe in that in breath. 
And now I want you to think about the last time you felt overwhelmed. And if overwhelm isn't an emotion that you like go, go to often, like stress, like whatever, you can choose another negative emotion. But for the sake of this exercise, we're going to think about overwhelm. And so you, you're feeling overwhelmed. So what were you thinking at that time? So you're probably thinking like, there's just so much here. There's too much. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. There's not enough time. I'll never get it all done. Like those types of thoughts are probably swirling in your mind That's that, that were causing you to feel that overwhelm. So yeah, like there's, not, there's so much, so much on, so much to do. And when you're feeling like thinking those thoughts, you can just feeling that overwhelm. I just want you to know that it's safe for you to feel this. And so now like let's notice like in your body, like let's connect that body into the brain and notice in your body, like where is the feeling of overwhelm showing up right now? So your only job right now is just to notice like where is that that overwhelm or whatever negative emotion or whatever emotion, where is it showing up? And now, like, now that you've located, like, where it is, like, let's look at, um, at, like, what does it actually feel like? Like, does it have a shape? Like, is it like a cloud? Is it like a rock? Is it, you know, what, what shape is it? Is it regular? Is it irregular? What color is it? Does it have a color or is it no color? Um, how big is it? Like what size is it? Is it is it does it feel really big or is it is it quite and over a big area or is it quite localized and small? Does it have a texture? So you know, is it smooth or is it rough? Is it spiky? Get curious. It's an opportunity to get curious about this feeling and just know that you're safe. And then is there any movement with this feeling? Like, or is it, is it, is it moving around? Is it vibrating? Or does it feel like it has an energy? Or is it, is it still? And just, just get curious here. And now we want to just like allow that feeling, like noticing that you're safe, like allow that feeling to be there. Like, and then, going to take another breath in big breath in but when we as, as you're breathing in I want you to like imagine that the air is going to like create a cushion around this feeling like so it's going to breathe you want you to breathe in around the sensation like it's going to put a big cloud that breath's going to put a big cloud around the emotion and then you can breathe out again And just notice that you're here in the here and now and that you're actually feeling this feeling and you're still safe. And it's okay for you to feel overwhelmed. Like you're not going to, you don't die when you feel overwhelmed. Like you're actually, you're, you're safe and you're okay. Your body is here and your body, body is handling feeling this feeling. Like it's safe right now to be in your body and feel this feeling look at you it's so great and we're going to take another breath in and then breathe out and the feeling like let's just let the feeling it can stay there maybe it might change or start want to melt away 
Um, and then we want to bring like your awareness back into the room. So you can just gently open your eyes. And then I want you to like shake out your hands, just shake that overwhelmed feeling off. <laughs> yeah. And take another breath. And then you can turn on your camera again. And I'd love to like, yeah, share your experience. Either type in the chat or does someone want to talk, like volunteer to, to talk and, and share what, what they, what came up for them just then? Someone asked. Yay, Margaret, awesome. Yeah, it wasn't overwhelm that I was okay. looking at, that I was feeling. It was probably anger. Oh, um, okay. Tell me about that. Um, and it was interesting because I know that this is what happens when you get angry or frustrated is that you um, your breathing changes. And so right, you was, that. And I felt it wasn't my chest. I felt more that it was my lungs, you know, like. And I just know, immediately noticed that my breath was shorter and sharper. And so it was, that was interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, so and I know kind of that that's what happens because, oh, like I was told a long time ago, when you get into a stressful situation, the first thing that changes is your breath, is your breathing. Um, and often when you're angry or frustrated or um, those sorts of feelings, your breathing changes in that it, it does slow down. It, it, you hold your breath more rather than breathing through yeah. it yeah. because it's yeah. one of the most unconscious things that we do is so, breathing. Yeah, so true, Margaret, yeah. yeah. Yes, and, and so that was a bit interesting, actually. Yeah, and how did like this idea of feeling a bit safe for you to feel angry? Like, did, how did that? Yeah, did that, that did was, that feel that was, feel real yeah, that, that was, you were safe? Yeah. yeah, I felt okay about that, um, and I think it just I think it just maybe has just brought a little bit more awareness to how I react when I'm in those kind of situations. That, yes, exactly. Like this I is it. To, I need to just stop and sort of take a pause and just go, just need to start breathing again properly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, or just let properly. it, like, yeah, feel it, like feel that breath, mm. like, and connect with that breath. Yeah, that's, mm. a, that's a great great way to, like, now that you mm. know how that, and also knowing yeah. that it's safe for you to feel, I think that's, a, this yes. is a really powerful thing, thing to learn, like actually having that experience of safety of, like, actually, you know what, I was, I had that anger and, and I was okay. Like that mm. makes it easier to, to go back and process. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Great. Thanks for sharing, Margaret. I appreciate that. Um, Leslie said, overwhelm felt heavy and a bit sad. Letting it go was lighter. Yeah. 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 Like that can feel that heavy heaviness. Um, right. Emma said, I felt overwhelmed in my hands as they were clustered together. So. Yeah, awesome. So we like it's fascinating that we, we all experience these emotions in a different way. Um, but can you see how like it is safe for us to feel it and and how that you can access that at any time you want now? Yeah. Margaret's nodding, Kate. How how are you feeling about this, Kate? Does anyone else want to share their experience? 
Hang on, I will talk. I will talk. Great. I was just thinking um, there's so many different emotions that can lead into this. I, um, Margaret was talking about anger. I was started off focusing on overwhelm, but I'm going through a lot of stuff at the moment. And I just thought, you know, you can even end up with quite positive feelings leading to emotional eating, you know, as a sort of celebration of I got through that or whatever. And I started realising that, um, uh, I don't know, in my body it's a sort of a sense of constriction rather than anything uh, specific and all over constriction. And the breathing releases the constriction if you can do that. But I also realised my head was buzzing Right. Okay, with, with the whole thing, I had this buzzing in my head and thinking, and you said, do you feel anything? And I'm thinking, you know, those little things they have in hospitals going zip, 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 zip. That was what yeah. my head felt like. And I'm thinking, you know, that, that's kind of weird. And I've come away from this. You know, I felt the release when I was breathing, but I'm now feeling very, I, I want to use the word energised, but that's not quite right. It's like I, I just want to sort of do something now to right. let it go it's like an adrenaline release and I don't know if anybody yeah. else is feeling like that yeah we well, might yeah. like to try this like with your hands like you've got extra energy to get out like yeah. getting like spiking it my um my sex coach taught, my sex coach taught me this one she's like it's like when you've got energy that you want to get rid of like shaking it off um, can away. can help throw it yeah you're throwing it away yeah. the energy like it can be a, a good good thing to do remember yeah. that <laughs> yeah great Kate. yeah, yeah. Cool. thank you but do, do you felt that feeling of safety that it was safe for you to feel the overwhelming and the buzzing like did it did it feel safe I had, I had to really focus on it being safe though because I've, I've got a very active imagination I can't imagine you know why not but yeah. sort of I started to feel the feels I really started to feel it and I just had that sense of oh I've got to do something about this but yeah I think I think with practice and I'm, I'm going to be honest I'd have to really think about it for a while to yeah. allow myself to feel it and to feel safe with yeah. that feeling because you know it can be it can yeah. be a bit confronting yeah, of course, of course. And you can just dip your toe into it like like a little yeah. bit at a time. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be big. Yeah. It's so I'm going, <laughs> Yeah. So I'm going to I'll um I'll strip out the audio for just that exercise and post it in the um in the group and also in the private podcast feed. So if anyone like if you want to come back and practice this and do it again, like it's it it's a good muscle to to strengthen. So yeah, awesome. Thanks for sharing, Kate. Okay, so now let's talk about what you guys are going to focus on this week. Or is it, does anyone have anything that's really not working for them this week that they want to share with the group? Any plot twists that are like feeling overwhelming or too much or like where, where are you at? Does anyone have any thing where they're like struggling and they need help? Come on, have, don't tell me, this is amazing if everyone's like, yeah, it's rainbows and daisies, Jules. <laughs> I was going to say I always need help, Jules. <laughs> okay, Kay, did you want to talk about I'll just go back. I, I said, uh, you know, I've had a long journey getting over COVID and it's gone up and down. And uh, one of the things I've come up with is a post-COVID syndrome, which is a bit like asthma but isn't asthma. And I got really sick with that during the middle of the week. 
where uh, you have a lot of pain in the top of your chest. And I know this sounds really silly, but all I wanted to do was either curl up in a ball or eat something just to make myself feel better. So when I, I start saying I'm snacking, I was going for the chocolate biscuits and the chips and the cheese and the crackers. And, you know, every time I felt a bit down, I'd be going and eating something. And all the time I was sitting there thinking, this isn't the best way to deal with this, it's but really it's what I want to do. So I did in the end and I just said, okay, I've got, to, I've just got to let it be for now until I get over this. I'm on much better meds now and I feel a hundred percent better, but unfortunately the meds they've given me, there's a little warning that says these may make you feel hungry. Oh, <laughs> right, no, right, right. But yeah, right. just getting through that. And at the same time, I had a deadline that I had to meet um, on some editing I'm doing for one of my books and I was rushing to get through that. One of the things I, you know, I talked about situational eating. One of the other things is just having a little bowl next to the computer, whatever, just to grab something from, whether it's a small handful of lollies or some um, chips or something like that, that just keeps me going while I'm typing away, trying to keep up with things. But I, I know that that's just things I have to replace the habit with something else. And I've just got to work on that. But I was making myself accept that that was where I was at this week. So, so yeah. that's actually, yeah, can you, that, does that feel like a positive, Kate, that you made that intentional choice of this is where I'm at and it's like not the right time to be learning new skills? Exactly. Instead of beating myself up over the fact that I'm sitting there doing it, I'm saying, okay, I know I'm doing this and I know why yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm just going to let myself be with it for now and I'll think about that as something to work on yeah so great because and because mm -hmm. you could have gone into judging yourself and adding that extra layer of like negative emotion on top so that's awesome Kate so what do you feel would be a good thing to to work on this week like now that you're sounds like you've got those meds so yeah, just because I've, it I've, says it make that those meds make cause make you hungry doesn't mean that they're going to. So like we don't want to put I this know. like I'd be really careful of that thought in the back of my mind. Oh, I'm on these meds, so I have to eat more. Like I'm gonna feel hungry. Yeah, I'm gonna feel hungry. No. Like like that's they like remember they put have to put all warnings to cover all situations. So this isn't necessarily going to be your experience, although it may be, but just. This is what I'm telling myself. I, I'm aware that I'm one of those hypochondriac type people that I read all the bits in there and I'm going to have all the after effects or the side effects or what have you. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually sitting there going, no, it's not actually that different to usual. Now that I'm coming out of that, I guess that stress mode of trying to feel well and get through the work I needed to get done, I'm finding it's easier to say, no, I, this is just um, something else. I'll go for a walk instead or, or whatever. So that's my big plan for this week is to really focus on just um, taking care of myself, really. Doing I've got the, the yeah. heavy deadline out of the way. I got the work done. I can celebrate that. And um, now that I'm feeling a lot better with the right medication, I can sort of just concentrate on doing things that make me feel good in other ways. Like I like to draw and do art and things like that so great so like yeah, having that self-soothing yeah. practice of yeah. yeah great Kate like and being proactive with that like deciding and that sounds like a really beautiful place to, to focus on yeah. <laughs> yeah fantastic okay Leslie's posted in a group and said 
Um, I need I need to hunker down and do my daily practice a bit more this week. Fantastic, Leslie. So yeah, when you're thinking about like where and when you want to do that, does anyone else want to share what they're going to focus on this week before we wrap up? No, we've got nothing. Come on, Ruth. What about you? It's Margaret here. Oh, hey, I'm going to focus on my feelings. You know, everything is about <laughs> feeling your feelings. I've got the t-shirt that says that. <laughs> That's right. You do. <laughs> but I've never, like, what shape is it? What color is it? What tech, like those prompts? That was really, really interesting to me. I actually could feel it. There you go. So I'm going to There's a whole new world that. to explore. Like, how fun <laughs> is that, Margaret? Yeah. yeah, that's a great thing. Instead of like, what the heck does that mean? So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, awesome, <laughs> Margaret. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes, what goes for you. Yay. <laughs> okay, Ruth said, taking deep breaths for my evening grazing and deep breath and acknowledge my feelings. Great, Ruth. That's a, that's a really good one. Like maybe before you start the grazing, like, yeah. Um, Margaret's going to do a bit more on the pleasure project. Fantastic. Okay. So we'll wrap up there officially, but um, I know Adine was up for some, some coaching. And so if anyone else wants to stay on, if you've got anything you'd like to coach on, you're welcome to stay. But otherwise, we'll see you same bat channel, same bat time next week. And have a beautiful week, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay, Dean. All right. So, oh, feelings. Oh, feelings bad. Bad feelings. <laughs> lots of feelings. Lots of, um, lots of practice feeling the feelings. Lots of practice feeling the feelings. So after Monday, I was like, okay, we're going to do this. And then Tuesday was so, so bad. So I got my contract for this job. Not only did I not get offered any of the things that they're hiring somebody Somebody that I knew from know from high school. I know her work. I know my work. I this she has marketed herself really well, and I obviously have not because they went chasing after her. I just they offered me two thirds of the money that I got last time I did the same job, on top of everything else. I just offered her another part of another choir on top of stuff I was thinking about what Emma said you know she said well maybe they think that you're doing your job so well they don't want to offer you something else oh no on top of that there she's forcing a different assistant a different accompanist on me because she's like well you're gonna need help because the kids are really you know they're really rambunctious like no I don't need help I don't, you, you are basing this on the person who you had last year, who is not me and who doesn't know and who doesn't teach the way I do and who doesn't control the kids. And I know, yes, she needed help. I don't need help. And I just, it's been horrible. It's been an awful week of just feeling lots of feelings, not, not eating my feelings. I did not. I, I knew how awful I felt. I knew that. And I tried to just let myself be upset when I was upset and, you know, take myself out of if luckily because I'm not working and my kids aren't at school and there was very little responsibilities. I could just take myself out of the situation. I spent 
yesterday lying in bed because I was just so talking of overwhelmed. We had a long day Saturday and I just, I just don't even know. I don't know what to do. Plot twist feels like an amazing word though from, because I feel, I feel like I really have, have chosen some, made some intentional choices. You know, when I was 24, I had just met, obviously he wasn't my husband at the time when I had met him just recently, but you know, I did some programs and I said, I looked at the world of conducting and how they treat women, which is still very, very bad, very bad. Um, Not that any, any business seems to be a good place to be, but in the world of, of music conducting is still very bad. And I said to myself, and I did make the choice. I said, I want a life. I want a family. I want children. I like, I, I don't want to give everything up to sort of be this, try, try to be this famous conductor. Because if I look back, right, my future self, my 70, 80 year old self, would you look back and say, okay, you conducted all over the world, but you have no family, you have no connection, you have no life. So I did make that choice, but I just feel like all of the things that I've done have been completely discounted. All the work that I've done for this company, forget all the other things that I have done, is just so taken for granted and not acknowledged. And and I haven't signed the contract yet, although we did decide that I'm going to. Okay, How, how does that feel? I don't know. You know, it's interesting talking about feeling the feelings in the safe place. And I think what makes me most worried is that I'm going to go and I'm going to have to be confronted with this constantly. Every time I go, because she's doing her thing and I'm doing my thing, not in the same physical room, but within the same rehearsal, within the same church. And my older daughter would be in her group So I couldn't just sort of do my own thing and escape without, I mean, my plan was I'm not, I'm not doing all the Adeen things. All the Adeen things was I would connect with everybody and talk to people and make people, I did things that nobody else in this place knows how to do, how to, how to build connections, right? You talk about to not feel alone. And, and, and I know that that's that is why I am a conductor I am a conductor because it is the fastest way to make a personal connection with people because people will open up when you're doing art together you can do you have a connection to that person there's no superficial conversation I don't talk to people about you know the weather and the vacation this is not interesting to me I want to know who you are and I offer that of myself at all points in my life so I, I just, I don't want to be angry and upset every week, even though yeah. it's Monday, and then I come to see you. So that's not so bad, <laughs> but, but I just, it's been two years of such hard, hard work. Not, I don't mean that the work is hard, but that working has been hard because I've been working and children at home and COVID and all of those things. And I just, I just want to enjoy what I do again. I want to bring the pleasure back into my working life because I get to do music. I get to do my pleasure for my job. And I don't want to be angry and upset and feel 
this every time we're every, every Monday night. And that's so. Do you think, Dean, like that's what's bringing up all this fear? Is like you're like looking at it like, oh my god, I'm signing this contract and I'm going to feel this every Monday. Like I'm going to, it's going to, I'm going to have to go through this every week and that's freaking the freak out like that's really yeah and like yeah like of course that feels terrifying and 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 it's not fair I didn't yeah it's not it's not fair I really do think they're trying to push me out I really I'm really convinced that and part of what my plan for this year is to sort of go go to the top because there's a board of directors above everybody and just have a conversation with the president, the, the, the past president who's been there a long time and just, and just be heard. Like, I think that it's important for me to feel like I'm going to be heard. But after I get the other contract, because I do two jobs for them and one of the jobs I love and they leave me alone and it's fantastic. And I work with children and I love that part of the job. Okay. So we've but, got one, th- one, one part of the job. That's good. That, that's yeah? good. Yeah. 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 One, so, one. And what are your thoughts about that job? Like that they leave me alone. I love it. I, I I feel like I am making a difference in in the children's lives that I touch. I'm making a difference. They, yeah. Uh, they they it 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 matters. It matters. Those ten one hour sessions changes children's lives, and I it does it does, and that's the point of being here. That's the point is to is to influence in a positive way other people. That's why yeah, we're here. Right. That's it. Yeah. So, you know, if the two jobs weren't tied together and my children weren't going to come with me to this particular job, I would have said, no, there's no way. But because, because of that, I know to be there I know I'm supposed to go back because if I wasn't, I would feel physically sick. Yeah, right. And and I, I've 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 you know, and frankly, you know what? It's not forever. And if it's really making me sick, I will quit. Like, there we go. Yeah. That that there is there is always a look. You don't want me here. Nobody wants me here. I don't want to be here here either. And I haven't said the words out loud to anybody yet even though it really really feels that way um but I think it's more how do I how do I take to give away I don't want to give away my power right to say you have this power over me that you can make me feel this way and you can dictate how I feel about myself I don't want to do that I don't want Yeah, so maybe I it's I don't know, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's too so, many feelings. No, yeah, of course. No, and of course there's all these feelings coming up for Dean. And like first of all, let's celebrate like you've been feeling them, like you've been in it and you've been like letting them come. Like you haven't been buffering through, but that's something to really celebrate. You did that, like you're willing to go there. And it feels terrible that you're letting like you're that's a superpower what you're doing now like going through this feeling those feelings that's amazing so can you read like can you acknowledge that for you celebrate that for yourself like yeah I'm doing this like 
Yes, it's, I'm, I'm in. I'm in it. I'm in the like pull of pond of despair, but it feels really like it feels awful. But I'm doing it. And this is building my resilience. And and it's it's also as a plot twist telling me that I need to put my efforts in other places in the business things that we've been talking about and that and and in Jacob's real estate business because we need I want to be more self-sufficient but I also want to find places that are feeding feeding the good part and this yeah. is not yeah more the place. yeah and sometimes I need the push I feel yeah. like that's all like come on you know you want to you're gonna do it yeah so this I said so one thing that's real I thought that's really helped helpful for me it's just this idea that like everything's always working out for me so even when I get like a massive plot twist and I'm not very happy about it and it feels awful like there's always like that plot twist is the seed for something else so at the moment like it feels this feels so bad because you're seeing it as like this is bad and it's going to be forever and it's like you know you're in that that mind drama so we want to like now that you've let yourself feel all that Dean and probably it's time to like rein it in and mm-hmm. yeah so and and look for like maybe not necessarily look for the positives but just start having that belief that okay this is this isn't what I wanted like but this is happening for me so this is a seed for for, for, for change and growth yes and and I do I I do believe that and 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 sometimes I just need, right? We all need that push because if you're comfortable yeah. enough, you are not going to work towards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what? You go. No, I'm just, it's it's the every Monday night because I don't want to be miserable. I, I'm yeah. so. So that was the next thing miserable. I was going to coach on is like, so the thing to remember is with these feelings that, it's our TEA, so it's our thoughts that are creating the feeling. So it's your thoughts about the Monday nights and this other person, this other conductor, that are creating all this negative emotion. So we like the next step is to kind of like now that you've let yourself feel all that, that it's like let's choose some intentional thoughts that are going to help you get to a more neutral place about it so we're not going to have to go to like rainbows and daisies but you want monday night to not feel so bad and so dramatic and yeah Yeah, so dramatic that's the word i don't want i don't want it to be dramatic i just i just i just want it to be and and get out of it what needs to get be gotten out of it and that's it yeah right and like you said like the thought i wrote down was like i just want to enjoy what i do so I would, like, if it was me, I would be looking for the evidence or looking for the ways for you to enjoy, like, focus on what you can enjoy about that Monday session. And, like, write a list or, like, just, like, come up with thoughts around it. Like, I, I just, like, really what I want to get out of this is being is enjoying what I do. And it doesn't matter what that other person's doing. Like I, if I, and when, when you focus on her and the compare piece, that's when you probably feel the worst. So yes, absolutely. 
Yeah. So when you, when the thoughts, comparing thoughts come up, you want to go, hang on, this isn't going to, this isn't going to help. It just makes me feel like shit. So like, I want to focus on me, like, and what do, like, how, like, what do I want to do so that I, I'm enjoying what I do and I can control my thoughts around that. I can focus, I can choose to focus on the parts that are good, the parts that are, that are, that I, that I am enjoying. Well, my biggest one right away is that Sophia will be in the choir with me. Fantastic. Yeah. But that to me, and she's so excited to do that. And I, I did a year where Bella was with me and it was so, and it was lovely. And I really, you know, that that's, that that's an important piece of 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 our relationship right for them yeah, to work so with beautiful yeah and that's important. another even bigger reason for you to like forget about the compare like drama thoughts and focus on this opportunity that you have to like how nice to have that with Sophia yeah I oh, I know yeah so that at least even if nothing else even if nothing else. And I know that the other person will be right. The new accompanist. I, I just, I'm just so tired of proving myself over and over. Yeah. So what if, and what if he's like having that assistant, like rather than seeing as that this is a deficiency, seeing as that this is a tool, like this, this is, it's a person, but like, this is actually like, this is something to support me. So this is like, rather than seeing it as a negative, like that it's detracting from your ability. It's actually, you know what? I've got this, uh, this resource here to use for my, like for, for good. So I can make this even better because I've got this, this person here to support me. And, and then I have, I can do less and you know what? Yeah, exactly. This is like a gift. Yeah. Like it's actually, you can focus on your zone of genius and you've got that support. Yeah. (sighs) How does okay. that feel, Jean? A, a week of lousy feel. A week of feeling lousy is enough. Yeah, it's enough. Yeah, I you did not, I did not buffer. I did not sit and eat chocolate all day long. I Art did not. Amazing. I, amazing. I I really I really just. Yeah, so see that as like, look at me. Well. I like it's really so. I did that. Like you've got that superpower, and you also have the ability to choose your thoughts about next week. And you have the ability to like to direct your direct your mind onto the positive. And to choose my feelings too, because there is some I I can choose to say it's it's fine. It is, I've chosen my life. And yeah. part of me part of me really wants to know because I don't know because I have not kept in touch with her for all these years. Cause I bet she doesn't she made the other choice she doesn't yeah, have a family exactly. yeah choice. yeah not more, is my guess but you know part of me is like I really need that to be true so that yeah can, well yeah well that's like yeah right. the comparing thoughts the comparing yeah. thoughts do feel good. and it won't really it will feel good in a second but it's not going to feel good in like for the long term yeah like no. focusing on you and what feels good to you is yeah way more way more powerful Dean yeah no it's true and I did I felt my feelings and now I have permission to say that's nice and uh, enough yeah yeah enough enough with the the, enough enough with the compare and despair (laughs) 
let's focus on the positives here yeah Yeah. and Mm -hmm. and it is as I always because I have several jobs I do it I go I do it and then I leave it and it's not my all the time all my right when I go to my once a morning Montessori school the teacher's like oh this person and oh that person I say I do my one morning (laughs) yeah exactly and and it but look makes, at all these positives from this. Like, yeah, easier. remind yeah. yourself. Look, you like yeah. it's like like you your energy is completely different now, Dean. So, yeah, and actually, you brought up a really good thing is that you can choose your feelings and like doing that exercise that we just did. Like, is a rem- like reminder if anyone's listening to this replay that we I got you guys to feel overwhelmed, like by thinking some thoughts about overwhelm. So, like, we are amazingly powerful people. So. <laughs> Just that, like, we can also, like, yes, our feelings can, our thoughts can, uh, the feelings can come to us and we can feel them, but we can also direct, we have agency over them as well. So that's a really yeah, good um, lesson for everyone. Um, I think this year, for me, I need that, that, that our process for all of this time has brought me to a place where I can say, I can now, I can choose because when I started with you in the February, I would, <laughs> there was no way I would have been able to even think that that was possible. But that, yeah, you know, that is- in in less than twelve hours, and I can have time to to have my time yeah. and and then choose choose what I want. Great for me, yeah. and it's Thank all you. working out for you, Dean. Oh, beautiful. Excellent. Thank you very much. I really, I, I much appreciate, I much appreciate the extra time has really wow. made a big difference. My pleasure. Really, My pleasure. Thank you, Excellent. Thank you. thank you, Emma, for all of your comments. I see them. <laughs> yeah, so cute. Okay. We might wrap up there unless Margaret or Emma, did you guys have something you wanted to coach on? No, Margaret's good. Emma, all good. Okay. Have a beautiful week. And I'll catch you guys next week. Okay, bye.